0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The text for our sermon this morning is our Old Testament lesson from Ezekiel 34 that we heard earlier. And back in the 1990s, Tropicana advertised their Tropicana Twisters as flavors that Mother Nature never intended. And this was a line of, of juices blended together different fruits like orange and cranberry or mandarin orange and papaya which at first may not sound too good but the advertisement wanted to convince you that they were actually tasty. Now in our text for today the prophet Ezekiel combines the images of a shepherd and a king to describe the Messiah. He envisions Christ as a shepherd king And that's a combination that at first would seem as if nature never intended. You know kings are wealthy and powerful, they're dressed in fine clothes, they rule with authority, but shepherds are lowly and poor they're dressed in rough work clothes and rather than ruling with authority shepherds were social outcasts in the time of the Bible they were considered unreliable a little little dirty people you did you didn't really want to hang out with in many ways shepherds are servants of their sheep who can't provide for themselves so a shepherd king sounds like a contradiction it just doesn't make sense But Ezekiel tells us that the Savior is in fact both of these. The image of a shepherd king is a good description of Jesus. Because Jesus has come to use his almighty power as king to save us. And he protects his people as our shepherd. Now like a shepherd, Christ gathers his flock who are scattered all throughout the world. Ezekiel says as a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered so will I seek out my sheep and I will rescue them from all the places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. Now these words were very emotional for Ezekiel and the people of Israel in his day. When Ezekiel was a prophet, he and the Israelites were scattered. The Babylonians had come and destroyed Jerusalem. They tore down the temple built by King Solomon and they scattered the survivors of Israel as exiles taken back to Babylon. Ezekiel himself lived in exile. But now through Ezekiel, God was telling the exiles that he hadn't forgotten them. In exile, God was gathering the exiles together as a faithful remnant, as a little flock who still believed in him, who was still faithful. And the scattering of the Israelites into exile in Babylon is a foreshadow of what happens to God's people in every age and in every land. For today, we, God's people, are living in exile we are separated from the heavenly Jerusalem our true home we live as strangers in a strange land just as the Israelites in exile were surrounded by the Babylonians their enemies the church of today is often surrounded by people who want to destroy it in some lands the church is physically attacked and her members killed In our land, the land of our exile, people here often hate the church, hate the message that the church proclaims, the message of salvation in the name of Jesus Christ and his name alone. But as God gathers the Israelites together in the time of their Babylonian exile, the shepherd king gathers his scattered flock today and gathers them together around himself. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them, Jesus says in Matthew 18. The shepherd king gathers his flock together around his word and around his sacraments. And having gathered his scattered flock as a shepherd, then as a king, Jesus leads his people To live in a new land, a good land. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country, Ezekiel says. And God was true to the promise here in our text. The Israelites in Babylonian exile did return home to Israel. Eventually God allowed the Persians to destroy the Babylonian Empire. And then the Persian kings let the Israelite exiles go back home, go back to Jerusalem, rebuild the city, and build a new temple there. And our king named Jesus will one day return to lead us, his flock, out of our exile, to a new home, to an eternal home, to the heavenly city of Jerusalem. Just as the Israelites' exile in Babylon foreshadows the church's exile in our world today, then their return to Jerusalem, to the promised land, foreshadows the church's return to the heavenly Jerusalem, the promised land of heaven, when our king, our shepherd king, returns on the last day. But the rule and the care of the shepherd king isn't just for the hereafter. It's also for the here and now. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice, Ezekiel says. God fed his exiled sheep in Babylon. He kept them strong in his word so that they could withstand the temptation to worship the Babylonian gods. And the shepherd king continues to feed and strengthen his exiled church today so that we can withstand the temptation to worship the false gods of our culture, the false religion that says that you can earn a place in heaven on your own, that you don't need to believe in Jesus to be saved, that all religions lead to heaven. Now the image of a shepherd king might seem like a contradiction, that it, that it contradicts itself. That you can't be a shepherd and a king at the same time. But we see a shepherd king ruling over Israel in the Old Testament. David was a shepherd king. As a boy, David tended sheep in the hills around Bethlehem. And later, God took this humble shepherd boy and made him king over Israel. And despite his many sins, David ruled as a powerful and mighty king. His reign was a period of prosperity and safety and security for Israel. And now Ezekiel pictures the Messiah like King David. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them and be their shepherd. Jesus is a shepherd king like David was. But the rule of the Messiah will be so much better than the rule of King David. David's kingdom didn't last. By the time of Ezekiel, the kingdom of Israel that David built has been destroyed. It's long gone. But the kingdom of the shepherd king named Jesus will last forever. When Jesus gathers his exiled church to himself on the last day, that kingdom will never end. Right now, we live in the time of exile. We see so much heartache and tears and pain around us, so much uncertainty in this time of pandemic. We see the church of God so often persecuted and slandered and just ignored and dismissed. But the shepherd king remains at work among us. As a shepherd, Jesus seeks the lost, brings back the strayed, binds the injured, and strengthens the weak. As a king, he leads his people to a new home, to a land of peace and safety and security. Now we only have glimpses of that eternal home. At communion we have a foretaste of the heavenly feast to come. We have the promise of Christ's return on the last day. And so we know that one day our exile will end. And in these last days we have faith and hope of our return from exile to the promised land. And like the Israelites in Babylon, we hold with certainty unto the word of God. For as God says to us today, I am the Lord, I have spoken. Amen. Please rise. The peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.